Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. You're in the right place. You checking out? Chip Baker, the success card. Conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles. Compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles. What's up, everybody? Uh, this is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. And uh, today I have with me Dr. David Abbasi. And um, Dr. Abbasi is originally from uh, the suburbs of Chicago, and, but he's currently in the Woodlands area. And he's an orthopedic surgeon. And so, so thankful to have him on this episode of the Success Chronicles. Great guy uh, doing some great things. So, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I was, uh very flattered that you offered to have me. I don't know why you, you chose me, but I um, figured I'd get out of my comfort, comfort zone and try something new, so. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's crazy, you know, I've interviewed people, and um, they said, you know, I, man, I'm out of my comfort zone, I don't do this, right. you know. Exactly. But I'm, I'm genuinely, you know, from the heart, man, appreciative that you would, you know, step out of your comfort zone with me. And just like I told y'all, Aaron, you know, it'll be a good time, we're gonna have a blast. Uh, and I'm interested in learning about you, but more than that, sharing it for our audience so that uh, you know they'll have inspiration and motivation uh, in their life. So, talk to us about your life story. You know where, you, and I mentioned where you're from, right. uh, but if you don't mind, how it was for you growing up, and kind of track your story till now. So uh, I, s I grew up in the northern suburbs of Chicago uh, uh, in a village called Glenview. And I grew up there, went to high school there, uh, went to Nutria High School in Winnetka. Um, when I was in high school, uh, I joined the wrestling team, so mm -hmm. I was a wrestler for four years. It kind of fits my body type, and um, I think you know starting that that path with with, rest, with wrestling was it was a really good thing for me, just because it's a sport that's very uh, physically and mentally yeah. uh, takes a tough person to do, and uh, so that was a good lesson uh, to start out with. Uh, was able to be you know uh, voted captain my my senior year. Uh, after that, I went to University of Iowa for college and um, didn't really know what I wanted to do with my mm -hmm. life. Um, you know, um, we don't have any doctors in the family, so, you know, I've never really thought that that was a possibility. Um, didn't have any kind of mentors or anything. You know, my, my parents immigrated from Iran, um, so didn't really have any idea that that was a possibility for me. Um, so started out, you know, and uh, I always knew that I liked science. Um, yeah, yeah. And you know, usually your first couple of years they have these big weed out classes. 
you know, they got, you know, stuff 500 kids in a room and, you know, usually only half go on and things like that. And yeah. I remember my first chemistry test, I got a D on it, you know, in college. Ooh. And, uh, you know, I thought that I had prepared and I thought that I had studied um, and I was really just kind of distraught by it. So I decided I was going to go see the professor and talk to him and, you know, I was like, you know, I thought I did everything I had to do. I studied all the coursework, but, you know, he showed me that, you know, maybe I wasn't studying the right way. And so I uh, was able to develop a relationship with him, you know, Dr. Um, Professor Hansen, uh, the guy who changed my life. Um, you know, he invested his time in me. I, I started coming in to see him two, three times a week, you know, an hour or two each time, yeah. and just kind of learning chemistry and learning how to study really. Um, and was able to turn that into like an A minus, you know, starting from a D. So um, that was that was a good start for me. Um, at the time, you know, still I didn't know I wanted to be a doctor. Um, I was a pre-pharmacy uh, student, so I was going to be a pharmacist. I had already been accepted into the pharmacy school, and um, so I had gotten a job at you know University of Iowa Hospital, uh, working as a pharmacy compounder. And so I was making these, you know, chemicals and things that would be used for, you know, patients in the hospital. And uh, long story short, basically I was working with this burn chemical one day, and it must have gotten on the counter, and I didn't realize it. And uh, six, seven hours later, you know, I looked at my arm, and it was just bubbling. Uh, so I had a pretty severe burn on my, on my entire forearm. So mm -hmm. this was the middle of the night. I woke up my, my uh, roommate. He rushes me to the emergency room. They get me up to the burn unit, uh, University of Iowa, and uh, you know they give me some medication to make me relax a little bit. And they basically take a scissor and just start cutting off the blisters, and take a razor and start shaving off the top layer. Um, and that experience was kind of the first time I'd ever been inside of a hospital, and kind of saw how doctors work with nurses and mm -hmm. patients. And there were students and people learning. And I was like, man, this is like. This was like really cool. life. This, yeah. this is a, this is like this is where it's at. Yeah. And so um, I was like, you know, maybe I'm gonna try to be a doctor. Um, so I withdrew my application from the pharmacy school, and they look at me like, "Are you sure you want to do this? Because you're in. You know, there's people who want this spot." I was like, "No, it's just it's not for me." Um, so was lucky enough to get accepted to medical school. Um, went to Loyola in Chicago. Uh, med school's four years, and then was lucky enough to get accepted into orthopedic surgery. So I went to the University of Cincinnati, and that's five years. Um, and then I wanted to pursue my training uh, in sports medicine mm -hmm. as focus. So that was an extra one year, and I did that in Miami. Uh, and that was cool because we got to take care of the you know Miami Dolphins um, uh, under Dr. Uribe. Um, we took care of the Florida International University Panthers, so NCAA team, yeah, and yeah. then a bunch of like UFC uh, fighters because it's a big um, area that they all kind of train at. Um, and then ended up down here working in Houston uh, with UT Ortho. Um, so that's kind of where how I've gotten to where I'm at now. You know, you 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 yeah. said a few things that kind of uh, stuck out to me. Right. Uh, you said um, you talked about your experiences. You know. We don't have doctors in the family, you know, right. like this is kind of a different thing, you know, yeah. but but believing that you can do it. Right. Then the, the next deal that kind of stuck out to me is the relationships, you know, how you said yeah. with, um, you know, your professor. Right. You know, I, I think it's important to have quality relationships. Yes. Um, one of my former pastors, he said, you know, our life uh, moves at the speed of our relationships. Right. And I truly believe that, uh, you know, you have to have quality relationships. And people around you, support team, that believe in you. 
but not just believe in you, but but push you to do and achieve things that you don't think you can do. Right. And I think uh, from there, you know, just like you said, you know, kind of started the snowball. Well, okay, education, education, right. this experience, this experience. And then now it's, it's truly been a blessing for you in your life to help others. And I can say that because, right. you know, I know the things that you do right. based on our athletes and right. us as, you know, coaches. So what are three things you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of? Uh, so I would say, you know, let's go chronological. Okay. Um, and, you know, just as a disclaimer, I'm usually a very even keel guy. So yeah, yeah. I don't get excited very easily. You know, I don't get excited when I wake up on my birthday or anything like that. I just, uh, vacations, you know, I get a little excited. But, you know, I can count on my hand uh, the, the, the times when I was really ecstatic or excited, like jumping you know, off the ground. And I would say um, the first one was when I learned that I got accepted to med school. Mm. Um, I remember I was home for winter break from uh, University of Iowa and you know applicate you send into all these schools uh, you interview with them and then it's just, you just kind of wait and you wait and, and it's several months and uh, you get nervous and so I was calling to check in on them and um, I, you know they told me on the phone like you know we're not supposed to tell you over the phone you're, you're gonna receive a letter um, and but she basically let it slip so that you got accepted and I remember my I, I was in my bedroom in Glenview. My sister was in the room, and I left. I mean, I jumped four feet in the air. Just yes, you know, I was so excited because uh, I never thought that that was be a possibility for me. Mm -hmm. um, and so that I, I'll never forget that. Uh, and she was just looking at me all giggly, and I was running around upstairs, just just ecstatic. And uh, so that's and, a good I, reason to run around. Uh, <laughs> I was so excited. I mean, I never thought me yeah. be a doctor. Um, and the second time, similar enough, was when I learned that I got a surgeon. Um, so you know, similar process. You know, in med school, you uh, you apply for the specialty that you want to do. You do mm -hmm. some rotations. You apply to them, um, but you can't necessarily always get into the the field that you want to get into because some are a little bit more competitive. And everybody loves to be an orthopedic surgeon because it's just awesome. Right. And so you basically envelope or open up a letter that tells you whether or not you've matched to the specialty that you wanted to. So I remember opening up that letter and it says, congratulations, you had matched. And I, again, I was ecstatic because no matter what going forward, I knew I was going to be an orthopedic surgeon. Yeah. And so that was really big for me. Um, and then finally, the, the third thing I would say... Um, would be, you know, my family. Um, you know, meeting my wife, you know, I was an, an intern during my orthopedic surgery residence. She was a nurse and I was on rotation. She happened to be a nurse at that, uh, on that rotation. And I had seen her one or two times, you know, and, you know, you, you spend, you know, a month or two on a rotation and you move on to the next rotation. And it was like my second or third day from the end of the rotation. So I was like, man, I was like, this girl's, you know, she's nice, she's beautiful. Yeah. I was like, if I don't get the courage to, to do, you know, give it a try, I'm, I'm going to be out, you know, I'm, I'm going to miss shot. the opportunity. So yeah. I worked up the courage uh, and, you know, started asking about her and uh, found out she was single. So I asked her if she wanted to, you know, go out sometime and, you know, and uh, we went out on a date and literally since that day we've been, you know, together nonstop. Um, that was a long time ago. Um, now, you know, we have two kids, uh, Gabriel's three, Adriana's two. We got another on the way, coming in March. Um, so I, you know, I'm very blessed that I think it takes a special 
uh, you know, a partner that is with somebody that's in medicine because it's yeah. very demanding. Um, it's long hours, and she gets it that you know that's what I was put on this earth to do, um, and she supports me, and so I, I'm just very blessed about that. It's always good when you have people in your life that love you and support your passions, just right. like you said. Like they know, like she knows, like this is what I was put on the earth to do. Right. You know, right. so it's always a blessing when you can have that. Right. For sure. Let's talk success. Okay. Um, what's your definition of success? Okay. So I'm just going to say as a disclaimer, and I told you this before, I would not consider myself successful at this point okay. in my career. I, I would say I'm more kind of working towards that yeah. goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to me, you know, uh, the more I study about it or more I read about, you know, successful or successful people, I think to me success is um, achieving one's maximum potential. Mm. And I think it's, you know, taking any talent that you have, um, any willpower that you have, and just stretching every last centimeter out of it and achieving your full potential. Um, and to me, that's successful. Um, you know, if you can change the world in a better way, give to the yeah. world. Yeah. Um, but to me, it's achieving one's maximum potential. What do, you, what do you think it takes to achieve that type of success? That's a that's a tough one. Um, and and again, you know, I'm not. I wouldn't say that I'm a successful person, but I like to read about successful people. Mm -hmm. I love to be around successful people. Um, I think being next to great people, um, I draw energy from that. Um, it motivates me. Uh, it inspires me. Um, you know, in 2018, going on 2019, um, we're lucky because we have, you know, not only can you go and put yourself around them, but you can read. Yes, them. You can yes, read yes. a book. You can um, do it, you know, listen to a TED Talk. You yeah. can listen to a podcast like yours. Yeah. Um, you heard it. You need to check that's out the right, podcast. Right, right. <laughs> um, I think it, it has to do with, you know, what is your motivation? Has to, you know, is it coming? Where is this? Where is your motivation coming from? I think it has to be um, just such a part of you that mm -hmm. it's like, what are you willing to invest so much time that you're going to try to be the best at it? Um, I don't think it has anything to do with money. Um, yeah. I think it has to do with doing what you love to do or what you think you were put on this earth to do. Um, and for me, you know, orthopedic surgery is just—I just love it. Um, sports medicine, I just love it. I mean, I feel like I would pay money to do what I do. I mean, I love it so much. Um, I think it has to do with your mindset. Mm. Um, I think you have to take on challenges. Um, I think you have to, you know, set your standards very high and try to over-deliver. Um, you know, try to look at difficult situations more as an opportunity than um, as a setback. You know, I, I think there's an that. opportunity for every challenge. I agree um, with that. Um, you know, and I think part of it also is be, being very self-critical. You know, always looking for ways to improve. You know, like if I have a bad or if I have a tough surgery, uh, if I think maybe I could have done better. You know, I try. You know, it bothers me. You know, I I stay awake. I think about it. You know, what what could have gone better? You know, what went wrong? What am I going to do to get better? Um, How's this never going to happen to me again? Yeah. And and I think that's the definition of growing. You know what I mean? I don't think success is a straight line. I think it comes with peaks and valleys, but I think it depends on what you're doing to learn from your mistakes. I think that's what real growth is. 
um, you know, I like, like I said, I like to read about great people, you yeah. know, Einstein and Jobs and things like that. If, if you really dive into, you know, some of the most successful people that really changed the world, I think had an excuse, could have had an excuse to give up. I think they all could have had um, a way to bail out. Um, you know, Einstein wasn't accepted as a professor anywhere after yeah. study. He did it for, as a patent clerk. You know, Jobs got fired from his job. You know, uh, FDR, you know, he had polio. He never walked. Yeah. Right? He was in a wheelchair, but he was the president of the United States. So don't be the guy that makes excuses. You know what I mean? I think you just, you find a way to get it done. You know? Um, period. Period. But, yeah. you know, when you, you came over today, you know, if you're driving your car and the tree's down in the middle of the road, are you going to just sit in front of the tree? No, no. Are, are you going to go home? No, no. I'm going. I'm going to interview Doctor Abbas. That's right. I'm going to find a way. Put it in your phone. Yeah. And you find a detour. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. think that's. I think the guys that are, <clears throat> the more I read about, you know, the, the successful people just are obsessed, and they mm -hmm. just will not stop, and they use those setbacks to motivate them even more, and so, I think those are some things that I'm trying to learn more about and try to implement, you know, as I continue to grow. Yeah. I, I, I'm appreciative of you saying that you don't think that you're successful, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, uh, but I think that's the proper mindset that we all need to have. I think we're all a work in progress. Right. You know, none of us are, are perfect. I mean, even if we have achieved, you know, like some of the great things like right. you've been blessed to achieve. Right. But, like, there's still some more that I can do. Right. You know, and I think when you have, like you said, the mindset of continuous growth, uh, it means something to me. Uh, right. The mentality, it doesn't matter. It's no excuses. I'm going to get it done. Right. Period. I think when you have that, I think it gives you amazing success. But bigger than that, I think it puts you in position to be in alignment with your assignment. Right. You know, and you've said that, you know, several times. I love this. Like what I do, like I love, I love what I do. Right. You know, right. and I think it's awesome. Um, one last question, you know, off the script here. Okay. Um, I, I think what you do is amazing. You know, I've had opportunity to see your work, see how you do what you do, right. uh, hearing your story of uh, your humbleness. <laughs> you know, uh, but grind. You know, I'm the same way. You know, I'm I'm, I'm humble, but don't get it twisted. I'm hungry. Right. You know, like right. gotta have that hunger. Yeah, let's go. You right. know, and so um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I think what you do makes a huge difference. Um, you know, what do you want your 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 legacy to be? Well, yeah, I mean, so that's something you know, you know, I think about, um, and, and again, I'm very young in my career, and. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that being said, you know, we have a very, I think, short time on this earth. Yes. Um, you know, they think the average is 70 to 80 years, and that's that's if you hit the lottery and you don't get, you know, cancer or you get sick or something like that. So, um, I, I, to me, it is doing everything that I can to, you know, get better, uh, to continually improve. Um, you know, I try to read a book a week, um, just a self-improvement book. Um, or learn about somebody great. See, mm -hmm. uh, I think you know, you know, one of my one of the guys the guys whose podcasts I listen to, uh, Tim Ferriss, yeah. uh, wrote, wrote a bunch of books. Mm -hmm. um, I love one of the things that he says is, um, "You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with." And so I try to do my best to you know spend time with people that are better than me. 
um, that are smarter than me, um, who have more experience than me, um, because I get inspired by that and it makes me better. Um, you know, I go and I shadow people doing, my chairman doing surgery, and I'm like, man, that, I like how he did that, and I'll put it into my, you know, mm -hmm. put it into my technique. Or, you know, I watch a lot of videos online of surgeries, it's 2018, 2019, so YouTube is right there. Um, or all these surgical videos. Yeah. Um, no excuse. You, you know, if, I do, if, I, if I'm going to do a surgery that I have not done as many of, I will watch every video about that surgery, and I will... And I will pick and choose what I like of the videos and put it into my own technique. And maybe I'll throw in, you know, my chairman's tech, Dr. Lowe's technique, and I'll put in the video's technique, and I'll try to make something that's David Bossi's. Um, but again, it comes back to always, I think the enemy is comfort. You know, I think you always have to be, how can I get better? How can I, you know, 1% every day. Um, I think always just trying to, you know, how do I do better? And how do I do more? I think those are important things that I'm trying to kind of implement as I continue to, you know, do my career. And I'm blessed to do. That's awesome. Well, again, I want to tell you, thank you so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. I truly appreciate it. Thanks, Jeff. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. God bless.